You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Welcome back to the long-awaited season four, episode one of the Titties and Tacos podcast. I am your host, Sparkle. (laughs) Right. I'm your host, Sparkle. They finally gave me sound effects, y'all. And you are? I'm Tina D. Still, I remain. And today's episode is brought to you by the letter A. And by long oh, awaited, I really it. mean Tina D and like two other people have been getting on my nerves about coming back to this studio for months <laughs> to do this. Listen, don't put this shit on me like this. Okay, listen. <laughs> Somebody asked me when we were coming back, I gave them a tennis debate, and I don't like to be made a liar, but here we are, lying. <laughs> okay? I don't like it. My full full lies ahead, guys. Full lies. My apologies. We're here now. I hope that's helpful. Yes. And you're not mad, and you're retired. You know, because we did. It's been a while. We showed up. But it's been it's a been while, a though. It's it has been quite some time. I mean, y'all know, like life been life been lifing, but never, nevertheless, she persisted. We persisted, and here we are. Man, life been lifing. Life been lifing today in the last sixty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you all who did not listen previously I have no idea why you'd be here today though but hello um I mean, maybe you're brand new maybe people found us this year maybe maybe this maybe season <laughs> is the season where we have 20 not 10 <laughs> not 12 but 20 people 20 consistent people to our music well um so those of you who have been listening know that Tina D got married and moved across the country I so did. we are no longer in the same studio um so if we sound we a little not. wonky today bear with us as we try to figure oh, yeah, this thing out listen all right that was a nice proper press release hello hi I'm Tina D okay <laughs> we don't know what the fuck we're doing okay <laughs> Hello, welcome. First F-bomb in the first one. Fair enough. Thirty-five seconds. Fair enough. Okay, we don't know what we're doing. We're making it work. Okay, we love this show. Yeah, we, we got a. I got a new. Also. And I and like again, I'm not the techie person, as y'all know, and yet somehow I always end up doing like the audio and working the board for this show. I don't know what I the fuck that's it. about. <laughs> So I'm definitely like, oh. And so like I learned that we have these. Oh wait, nope. That's see, that's not a thing. I pushed a thing that ain't a thing. Let's see. That don't do shit either. (laughs) Oh wait, that's a thing. So yeah, welcome back to the shit show, guys. (laughs) Listen, okay, we ain't done this in a while. It's brand new what we do. Yeah. The only thing that is the same is that we don't know. We will laugh. And is that it? Yeah. That might be it. That yeah. might be it. Like, I don't know, y'all. Bear with us. Somewhere around episode C or D, we'll get our sea legs back and it'll be cool. Yeah, it'll be In the right. meantime, enjoy this uh, you know intro startup to see but you know what i was i was listening to the past this morning and as a member of the future let me just say (laughs) i really love this show (laughs) 
this shit is quality fucking programming. Like mm-hmm. PBS really needs to get behind us. This this shit's quality. I, I listened to one of the ep- no two episodes from season three. Um, I listened to okay. W and Y, and let me just say, you are my favorite cast member of Titties and Tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're fucking amazing. <laughs> And you are wise. You are so wise because so many wise? things. Yes, because so many things that you said like came to pass. One of those episodes, you were going off on people about <laughs> having voter opinions. <laughs> You're like, save your fucking opinions to when this racist sea monster is no longer in office. Oh. I, and just yeah. vote like I don't care if you don't and I for whatever I, I'm so sorry Kamala I called you Llama Llama the whole episode and that was back before we respected Ooh. you and so um I'm sorry for that oh shit that's not going well you didn't you didn't even know her name you were like Camilla Kamala Kamala you called her some everything so I was just like okay well Llama Llama because nobody knows her name we didn't know how to pronounce it at the time. But one of the things that you talked yeah. about was Trump being forcibly removed. Like, you're like, you're like yeah, he's going to end up being forcibly removed. And I just was like, yeah, you're right. But to to know that the insurrection literally followed that, it's just, oh, mwah, just chef's kiss. My wife I is just a word realize. of knowledge. Just work, just the word of knowledge. You're just brilliant. So um, I wanted yeah. to mention that <laughs> as a church okay. announcement. Oh, let's do, let's do previously. Oh, previously, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> previously on Titties and Tacos, yeah. This this the new season, dog. <laughs> oh, also church announcement. This new season, we are focusing on the titties of this thing here. Like, oh, yeah. y'all know we're here for you know both the tits and the tacos. So we've done the tacos of the day. We've done. Tacos were the tacos were drinks of the day. And so now we are doing Ooh. the tits. And I'm excited yeah, about yeah. um 20 the 26 tit salute. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um issues back ladies and gentlemen. Um that's beautiful. Please write that down. This episode is over. <laughs> But um, but no. So literally, I wrote I wrote this down somewhere. I said so previously in season three of Cheesy Taco. Um, I got married. The world the world was in peril. A deadly virus was roaming the globe. So yeah, all that shit's the same. Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. None of that shit's the same. <laughs> but yes, I did move. Across the country, which is wild in and of itself. But yeah, no, that's that's it. We're doing this thing that other people apparently have been doing for some time, which is recording in two separate places. But we don't know. And yeah, here we are. It's not new to anybody but us. <laughs> oh, so. yeah, and that's what matters right now. So hopefully, y'all can hear both of us. And we're going to just keep going as if you did. Yes, we are. So, <laughs> well, with that being said, let's get into the tits of the day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry. 
So the titties of the day belong to Supreme mm. Court nominee Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. Ooh, okay, okay. Let's let's I mean, see what this we? number one is. Oh. <laughs> You just pressing buttons. I'm amazing. Anyway, so <laughs> Judge Katanji Brown Jackson's name means lovely one. Okay. So okay. already she's coming out the gate. Just just, you know, floral and, and shea butter and coconut oil, just blessed and anointed and black and beautiful and lovely, apparently. The reasons that I have chosen her um, to highlight her tits are because Mm -hmm. not only if confirmed would she be the first black woman Supreme Court justice, which uh, we need for several reasons, both the black part and the woman part. Um, So Mm -hmm. you're getting that twofer twofer with her. Um, But I love the fact that both of her... I'm sure that's why she got nominated. Oh, oh, 100%. Um, but, as, but as the people, you know, as the people, we, we need that. As a black woman people, I need her um, to be confirmed. But I love the fact that both of her parents were public school teachers. Um, her dad became a lawyer. He was in law school as he was teaching in the public school system. So one of the things that inspired her to pursue law was watching him, like, get off work, sit at the dining room table, and do go through law books for law school. So I oh. love that she comes from um, D.C. and, you know, kind of she, she grew up, you know, around niggers, real ones, um, was a public defender. Um, mm-hmm. She was editor of the Harvard Law Review after being told in high school that she shouldn't set her sights so high as to want to go to Harvard because you's a black girl. Oh, okay. So not only did she graduate um, magna cum laude from Harvard, she graduated cum laude from Harvard Law School. So you take oh. that, whoever told her that. Also, she is a writer and she was a staff reporter and researcher for Time Magazine. What? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's that's random as hell. I actually so here's my thing. And first of all, honorable titties deserve honorable to be titties. Yes, I, yes. Um, but my question is, is like, what kind of black woman is she? I have not. Oh, she's a black black. So that's what I was gonna say. She's a black black ass woman. Zero research, like. The one thing I will say in the theme that I maybe don't necessarily regret about um, our current VP is that she still is very, like, super moderate and a little more in middle of the road than I would like my Black people to be, you know, my Black representation to be. So my question is, when she gets this, with her getting the nomination, you know it always comes with a side of, okay, how how for us are you? Like, are you, like, middle ground? Are you palatable, just palatable for, you know, palatable, you being palatable enough for the white folks also makes me as a black person literally. And I haven't, I haven't done the research in it because mental health and self-care is a real thing and I just, America sucks. So, in general, I was wondering if you knew 
where she stood on shit. Like, is she gonna help our ovaries or is well? She I know like, that she's a black power. woman who is um. She I, to me, I think she's a little more moderate, but she definitely has some progressive okay. ways. And furthermore, just okay. how she how she carries herself, how she sounds. She sounds like an educated black woman, not an educated black suburban. I'm slightly Caucasian, right leaning black That's woman. What I'm asking. Yeah. I, I mean, she first of all, she's she at. locked up, so she got locks. Like she has a white ish. I don't know what he is. I, I want to say he's white because he looks white, <laughs> but he also had a mask on, so I'm not Ooh, really sure. Husband? Yeah, yep. He's a he's a surgeon at a Georgetown hospital. Okay. Um, okay. But she seems she seems like an educated black woman who's a black woman. Okay. <laughs> that came from D.C. Well, with two fine. public school parents. So. Yeah. Again, I know where you're at, and I know what you have to be to even get knocked. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. Everybody, so she's she's code switching properly. Barack, now, <laughs> but Barack, but Barack also did the same thing, and is that is half white. So yeah. again, well, so she's married to a white man. So there's the white there's the white piece, there's just like Kamala, 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 just like Kamala. Yep. Kamala, there we go. Because now I have now I see it. C O M M A. I see it the way that it, it's phonetically um, should be written. Yeah, but um, yeah. So, Kamala. but no. So there's there's my titties. Those are the tits of okay. the day. Well, wonderful. That's fantastic. Shout out to those there, honorable, and hopefully Supreme Court titties. Yes, we we get lucky. <laughs> um, I mean, you know. Don't, don't set your expectations high for America's when Republicans are involved whatnot. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Okay? Yes. We're not going to do this first one out the gate. Okay? This first one needs to be at least a good time. Okay? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> is it not, am I going? Yes. <laughs> it's me. It's, it's you. On me right it's now. on you. Okay. So the letter is A. And my A is for Am I mean? Okay. Are you this mean? Yeah. Am I mean? This is a story of Detroit PTSD. Okay. So as we've already touched on, I moved. I left Detroit with this man that I found in the alley and then married <laughs> and moved across the country. Okay. Okay. Um, we are now on the West Coast. So also, if y'all want to know what took production time so much, also we in Sparkle is in the future, literally, when it comes to where I am right now. She is in future time. I am in the past for her. So anyway, we moved to West Coast. Um, here's the thing. I was on edge for the first like maybe four to five months of us being out here because mainly because people of all varieties have saying hello and asking me, could they help me? But genuinely asking me now, anybody who is from Detroit in particular, but any real like pretty urban situation can relate. You go to a store and there's not a lot of brown faces, black or brown faces and a unmelanated or let's say less melanated individual comes to you with their name tag on and says can they help you you know what that means 
<laughs> right? Right. You think you know what that means. You think that that means, oh, you looking at me sideways um, because I walked into your establishment. Oh, here's the other important caveat. The place that we move is essentially like the suburbs of the main city. Um, I was not aware of it. I didn't technically like do a lot of research into the area because again, the person that I left that to the person that I married because this was a lot of, you know, let's get off the state. And I decided I just didn't care. I just didn't want to be where the snow was no more. And that was enough for me. So I didn't care where it was. So I left. I The first thing I did as a married woman is dump that entire responsibility on this other half. Because now I don't have to figure it out anymore. That's the point. Right. Okay? That's right. what we got into this for. Take this. Take this load off of me. Here you go. <laughs> so I showed up. And we are in the suburbs. So first of all, again, I am from Detroit west side okay and i know i get a lot of shit about that because if you're a detroiter you know what that means however all of my friends all of them every single one are east side niggas okay so in my heart that is that's who i am so having those experiences and then we move to a suburb that is very much a suburb but not like a Detroit suburb. That's just, the suburbs are white. That's not the case. This suburb is full of all types of people. So just the the look of it, the makeup of it was unsettling. Then I walk in these stores and there is a bright eyed, bushy tail employee that is looking at me, first of all, completely masked up like they're supposed to be everywhere, which was also a thing. Um, and then says to me, oh, can I help you with anything today? And with sincerity, wanting to know how they could assist me, black ass me, in my <laughs> shopping in debt. I didn't know what the fuck to do with that. <laughs> I just walked away. Remember, <laughs> remember when we used to take Coco Baby out and people would try to like get close to her and I would just keep walking? <laughs> Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. She didn't want nobody looking at that child. She would run over people's feet and everything. Just people like, oh, that baby's so cute. And she been zoomed off. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm not going to give you the chance for me to have to smush your face when you bring it too close (laughs) to my infant baby. Okay? She was a little baby. Yeah, she was. And people got way too comfortable and too close. Because they really want to know, was she a dog or not? Because also, my kid would not move because she was busy judging people. So she wouldn't move and she wouldn't blink. And she had a bunch of hair. (laughs) She had a bunch of hair. She got big, bright, brown eyes. And she wouldn't blink. And people did not know if she was Are you pushing around a terrier? (laughs) Remember, somebody thought you were, you were pushing around a baby dog. And yeah, that happened, a, that happened a few times. times, yeah. That happened a couple of times. But yeah, so imagine that energy, but me instead saying, no, thank you, and then that energy of walking off. Because I, not because I thought I was in danger, but simply, I don't know what to do with that. I don't know. Every place I go out here, it's like that. People are nice. People 
for months, for months. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on out here. I'm talking to him about it. He was like, yeah, it is weird. But he has assimilated much more rapidly than I have. And I think at the point that I realized, the point that I realized that maybe it was me, because this whole time was just like, it's weird out here, it's weird out here, right? I'm still talking to everybody <laughs> back home, and everybody is confirming that, yeah, that's not weird, girl. But again, I'm talking to a bunch of East Side Detroiters. So then the point that I realized, oh, wait, maybe it's me, is so we live in a um, ground level condo unit, right? And so there's, some, there's one other person in the building that lives above us, right? Now, it's also very hot here. So the amount of time that I spend outside once it gets hot, very minimal. So, but my husband, he go, he's out, he's out and about, or whatever, loves the heat. That's why we moved here. All that. That's that is the, that is the consequence of me throwing all of that on him. We just moved to a place that he was really on board with. That's fine. Um, so he's out and about, and he may be the only person that's like really like habitually seen our neighbors. But for the most part. I don't even know how many of them know that I'm here, and I like it that way. I mean, that's fine. I have no problem with that. <laughs> One day, I'm pulling up to, I'm pulling up in the parking lot to our home, and the upstairs neighbor is an older white woman, and she, I, I have never seen her in my record, okay? Because again, I'm not out that frequently as be too. At this point, for sure, it was too hot. Or I was away working, so I really did not see her. I had not seen her. She uh, pulls, is getting ready to leave at the same time. I get out of my car. She looks at me, and biggest grin in the world, smiles and waves like she knew me, in my opinion. <laughs> she was being broke. hospitable. She was being friendly. Right. Again, this is the moment I realized, oh, is it me? It might be me because that is a simple. Oh, was that your am I mean moment? That was my moment when I'm like, am I mean? This white woman has done nothing to me. Okay. Has it? There's not like complaints or anything. There's nothing. She is to herself perfectly fine. Not even a loud upstairs neighbor. Okay. There is nothing. (laughs) wrong here but I froze <laughs> when she waved at me it took me way too long to wave back to this woman now I did wave back <laughs> oh my god point, I'm, very, just, I'm just visualizing how slow and fucking stupid you had to have looked it, it looked dumb as shit okay that's what I'm doing like this slow brings my hand up (laughs) like if it's like it's your first wave like (laughs) exactly exactly have you never waved it was like have you never waved at a person have you never had a personal wave at you like it is first wave and then things like over and over things like this continue to occur I went to the DMV to get all the stuff set up with our vehicle Okay, the lady at the DMV that I sat with, first of all, first of all, fuck you, Secretary of State. It don't have to be that shit. I moved and I realized there doesn't have to be shit. Yeah, I realized that when I when I had to go to DMV in uh, Washington and it was just 
you know, an easy, quick, be, seamless process. It can be long. It can be time consuming. It can like require a lot of materials because all of that is true. But it doesn't have to be Secretary of State of Michigan shitty Mm-mm. every time you go in there. So fuck y'all as an aside. But anyway, <laughs> I go in the DMV and the first thing I say to this lady is I'm like, you know, I'm new to the state. I'm trying to make sure I have everything. So I just brought everything that I had. And she's like, oh my goodness, that's so wonderful. Blah, blah, blah. She takes all my paperwork, all this stuff, right? So she takes my paperwork. She's being very, just super nice. Like just very nice explaining these things and telling me when I got to come back and what I can do online, all that bad. Then she gets to the end, right, where I have to pay for, like, my tags and stuff. She leans forward so graciously and says to me, now, listen, you, I'm sure you didn't know, but you were supposed to be in here um, as soon as your temporary things expired. You weren't supposed to leave. You're just supposed to come up and get these tags, right? Like, the police won't pull you over, but it is, there is going to be a slight extra fee because you're like, now, again, I'm used to dealing with the Secretary of State. So I walked in this bad boy expected to be ran for about $800, right? Because I didn't know the rules. And I don't. And I know it had been a long time. COVID was still happening. So I had to wait months for an appointment. All types of crazy stuff, right? She leans forward and tells me it's going to be an extra $40 on top of the $300. And she's like, is that going to be okay? Because if not, I hold everything. You can, come, you can go... Um, figure it out and we'll just hold everything right you can come back and do the express lane when you come back whenever you have to do it for $40 <laughs> bitch I'm like is my whole life a lie yes like is this what happened I told you I told y'all full, full lies ahead yeah full lies like this is what getting sunshine gets you I go walk in a park across the street everyone says hello Everybody, there's a freaking farmer's market over there, right? I went to the farmer's market twice. It happens every Tuesday. I've been twice, right? When I came the second Tuesday, literally the owner, the person who puts on the farmer's market, sees me and my husband is like, hi, guys, so happy that you're back down here. <laughs> now you know what like that shit would get on my nerves because I don't like people to talk to me in general like that's great exactly. I'm, but, I am but, a but friendly person in person like I'm not an right. asshole however I'd actually prefer people just don't talk to me just don't talk to me and like acknowledge me like you can do a head nod because I don't I also like I'm, I'm a Virgo we're walking conundrums but I don't feel like I'm going to spend my money in a place if you don't acknowledge this, me, but also don't talk to me. <laughs> exactly. And this is what I'm talking about. That makes sense to me. Again, because we're from the same fucking place. Yeah, I just, you, I can't do. I, but see, I like the sunshine. Do not live like I just came back from Florida a few weeks ago and it was super sunny and we had a great time. And I'm like, oh mm-hmm. shit, I'm moving mm-hmm. out of the Midwest because, oh my God, it can be summer whenever you want it, to quote my godbrother. And <laughs> he was right. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm going to fucking leave. However, yeah. don't talk to me. Like, I'm here for the sunshine, but I also don't like frivolous, wasteless, small talk. I do not like that shit. <laughs> Fuck that. And that's the thing. And, and I think that's the thing is like, my problem is I don't know how to navigate it. 
yet, even now, like we've been here for a minute. So it doesn't, it's not as jarring as it was, but I'm still learning how to navigate it where it doesn't turn into small talk because to me, there's no middle. And then I see other people definitely doing the middle, but where it's just like, okay, it's being acknowledged very genuinely and loudly. And then everybody goes on about their day. But because there's no middle ground, either we're having this full small talk conversation or you're not talking to me. There's, I don't know what that is. Like, I have no frame of reference for what the middle ground is because it seems rude for me to be like, oh, hi, hello, and then, like, walk off. Like, I've seen it done. I don't know how to do it (laughs) and not feel weird about it. So, (laughs) anyway, oh, the last thing that is odd, my last odd thing that honestly leads more towards me being me and raised in Detroit than anything else. There are out here stray kids fucking everywhere. Okay? Like, not stray dogs. People people are very, take very good care of their dogs out here. There is a dog hospital or salon on every freaking corner. However, there are stray children roaming the streets everywhere. Okay? I don't know why. I don't know where these kids are coming from. I don't know what they're doing, but they're on, like, fucking skateboards or just walking around. Not causing trouble. They're not bothering anything. They're not harming anyone. But there's just, like, eight-year-olds walking by themselves. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? And then it dawned on me. Oh, am I in a safe house? Is this like it's like the shit on the movies? You know when you watch the movies as a kid and they're like, "We're going trick or treating, mom," and they just walk outside and they're all like, you know, ten, and you're just like, "Who's letting their kids just walk around?" People who live in safe places. That's <laughs> what I like. <laughs> wow! Wow! So wow! Me, me, and him, we both start calling them stray kids. Like, oh, there goes a stray kid. <laughs> it's just it's just out. <laughs> no leash, nobody Oh my god. But all that aside, okay, take all that into account. A lot of this, yes. It largely comes from the fact that I was born and raised in Detroit and this is in it's too late to unscrub those things. Concrete jungle fucked you up, huh? It really did. <laughs> All that aside, when you can clear the ice off a windshield in under three minutes with nothing but a big B car, forever grateful that Detroit made. <laughs> and that's my Detroit made, baby. <laughs> yes. No, literally, I did that. Though. <laughs> it was amazing. I was so impressed with myself. And I wasn't late for work. I was actually three minutes early. So it's like it never happened. Uh, wow. That's good. But, but yeah, um, being out here is weird in general. Um, everything is from too nice level of nice. One day we'll talk about the fact that there's grocery stores everywhere and what a food desert really does to your whole mentality of life. I mean, you know, you have an F coming up, so maybe food desert is it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, Not just actual old. desert because you're in Vegas, but food desert. <laughs> I know actual like dog i'm in the actual desert, not just the no desert longer. the food desert yeah it's wild but yeah that's my a um pretty sure i i am mean 
And I'm just no, I don't think you're mean. I don't think you're mean. I think we're all products of our environment because they can say this shit about the whole fucking East Coast. If that's the case, East Coast, Midwest, we all kind of have the same attitude. New Yorkers, people from Baltimore, Jersey, like, you know, Philly, all of the all of the urban cities. We all because it's black folks in the cold who don't want to be fucking bothered. Like, Leave us alone. Like, how do y'all have it's cold up here? The fuck? I already don't want to. I'm not from this shit. Shit. I'm not from this. I'm, I'm surviving in this bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I said I'm nice. I mean, I, I said all of that, then I go, I'm nice. But I mean, I'm, I'm nice. I'm nice, you know. And, and I think you're very, in person. You're I know how to nice conduct one. myself, but no, I'm not a. I I would like if I go to a farmers market, even out west. If I go to a farmers market in Seattle particularly my favorite the Fremont um market if I go to that market mm-hmm. and some artists want to come talk to me and they're you know you know, free hugs all of that shit like I'm here for it it's cool but I don't like like I said I don't like small talk you want to have a real conversation we yeah. can have a real conversation but I'm not trying to have a small talk have small talk no matter the climate like that the sunshine don't make I me want to sit up here and talk to you yeah, <laughs> I just get weird about people. And like you literally said that in the past when I listened to to you in the yeah, past like, this morning. You were like, "Yeah, I don't want people to be able to." I, I used you see you were talking about timestamps in Facebook and how you don't like people to be able to like but locate you at that I moment yeah. <laughs> in real time. Like, yeah, I know you were here. I know you're doing it. It's not everybody, but I want control of who knows what I'm doing. That's really the thing. That, yeah, that's the enough. thing about the internet. I think I don't think you're mean. You're not mean. You have preferences. You have preferences, and you're from a certain place that you know reframed you in a certain way. This is how you should uh, talk to you know sweetly to your wife. (laughs) I really do. I married both of y'all. Quite honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've been yeah. in this a while, so yeah, I appreciate y'all. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's my head. I did it. You did we it. Made it for y'all. Good job. That was that was awesome. It was your turn. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to try to go through. Um, y'all know I always have, like, multiple topics. So I'm yes, going to... My first one is probably the most interesting, but it's the one I want to talk about the least. <laughs> so I'm going to okay. just run through it because it's just a personal fucking nightmare. Um, my, okay. <laughs> my A is for a year to forget. <laughs> oh, shit. 2021 was just, as we say, a complete dumpster fire. Like, it was one of the worst years. Like, all my years are pretty bad, but (laughs) that one just took the fucking cake. (laughs) Like, I'm not one of those people who be like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, October, November. Can't wait to get out this year because the best is yet to come. And I know, like, that's biblical, but my best ain't been on the horizon (laughs) in a while. So my outlook (laughs) has been poor. (laughs) But nevertheless, I persist. (laughs) But no, um, 2021 was just, like, just a bag of shit. And, um, like, all of the things that happened... 
beginning with um, like the cusp of 2021. So like December 2020 going into the last couple of weeks of 2020 going into 2021 um, really heavily contributed to why we did not record for a year. Um, my I was renting a house and my landlord decided I was renting a house with the agreement that I was going to purchase the house that I was in. And my landlord decided that he was just going to sell it and not tell us. So he sold the house up under us. And mind you, I have a daughter, as y'all know. And so I'm like fearful uh, that me and my daughter will be displaced. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what we're going to do. The housing market is ridiculous. Everything is, it has gone up. So the price of homes, obviously, you guys know the cost of homes has skyrocketed. Um, the cost to rent, though, has, oh my God, the cost of rent is exponential, no matter where you live. And it's worse, um, obviously, in certain places than others. But for the Midwest, you're talking... We were still doing like, you know, seven, eight hundred, a thousand dollar house rentals. Whereas in, you know, that's obviously cheap, cheap, cheap compared to like L.A., San Francisco, Seattle, whatever. But most of the properties were extremely expensive and I had no notice. And so I just kind of prayed about it. And I'm like, well, Lord, you know what we need and you know what, you know, what needs to happen in this situation. So. All at once, right? That was the cusp of 2021. My landlord sold the house <laughs> from up under us. No, so much has happened. I forgot that that happened. Yeah. And like, literally. <laughs> and like, then. You listen back and I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, right? And that, So that was December 2020, right? Like I said, going into 2021. We, we ain't even in a year to forget yet, okay? So in a year to forget, I had to move to a place just just rando as fuck no no warning no anything i had to move my kid was in a rollover car accident somebody stole my phone and it had not been backed up to the cloud a complete stranger decided to roll up on me at my house and quickly learned that i was annie oakley um my kids started school and my penis got covid uh and just <laughs> like a lot of bad things happened <laughs> A lot of bad things happened. <laughs> um, I did not know. That's how you were going to roll that information out, but okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. Dog, like, uh, I, it's so crazy. Like, I get a phone call. My child has been in an accident. I get to the accident. Yeah, it looks like the set of fucking Grey's Anatomy. And I'm not even, and y'all, I can be dramatic, but I'm no, not even, I'm not no. even being dramatic. Literally, car, there were, there were cars stopped my, like a mile back. And I didn't even know that it was my kid that had been in the accident. So just imagine you get out the car and you see and you realize all at once that the ambulances and fire trucks and that flipped up truck up there belong to you in your life. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, that was yeah. traumatizing as shit. But so many bad yeah. things happened. I couldn't even fully process that. And honestly, I just moved on. <laughs> like oh she God. was perfectly fine. Like maybe she one scratch. Fine. Her Let's cousin was fine. <laughs> yeah, she was fine. Her cousin was fine because God is real. Um, And mm -hmm. my baby daddy was a baby daddy. But God bless him. And so... <laughs> Um, yeah, so, girl, it's so just, <laughs> <laughs> this is not the point. 
it was so many things. Then I went to like Marshall's to get to grab something and I parked somewhere. You know how you get that check in your spirit where you like, you know, like the Holy Spirit is like, man, maybe don't park here. And you're like, oh no, I'm just, it's the closest spot to the front. I'm going to run in real quick. Got out, ran in. Well, the thing, the reason I shouldn't have parked there was because I parked next to one of those like little landscaping things full of mulch. And I had on one of those hoodies that did not have deep pockets. So when my phone would fall out, because I've experienced that before with that same hoodie, like a dumbass. When my but when my phone would fall out, it hit the ground and I'd hear it. So, but because I parked near mulch and I crossed the mulch, when my phone fell out of my pocket, it hit, it had a soft landing. So I did not hear it. And I didn't realize it was gone until I get to the front and I'm I'm on on the earbuds on my phone with the penis. And then the penis just goes away, like when it got COVID. And so it just, I was like, what the fuck? And so I go back to look for my phone. And y'all, in like three minutes, somebody stole my phone. Fuck Detroit sometimes. That shit was so <laughs> fucked up. I'm like, are you kidding? And I, like, and I had a whole, I mean, because it was shit on top of shit. And so I had a whole fucking meltdown, like in that moment. And, you know, things were not backed up properly. And so luckily, though, I'm one of those people who just upload my life and photos to <laughs> fucking Facebook. So most of my pictures were on there. And I send everything to like the God Mommy and the Daunty. And so everybody had pictures. And I didn't really lose anything for real, for real. But it was just, you know, having the inconvenience of it all and just having to go through that. And then, like I said, in addition to that foolishness, some fool, some fool female decided, oh, you know, complete stranger, never met, never talked to, have never had never seen at that point, um, <laughs> misinterpreted some communication and decided, oh, I'm just going to pop up at this person. You know, who even knew how they found out where I lived at? But I'm going to just pop up at this person. And that just did not go well. <laughs> Did not go well. Um, I am I am a heavily armed person. I'm a very small person who enjoys God, guns, and family. I am a Republican person. <laughs> I you don't pop this. up on it's white men that live in Texas, baby. That ain't the thing to do. So I'm a white man that lives in Texas, and that's all I'll say about that. A Republican. <laughs> um, so she's she's at home, you know, in Vegas. I'm actually at the studio, and the owner of the studio comes in to help us get us set up. And I just got shit sitting up here next to the board, and he just kind of looked at me like, "It ain't that bad around here." <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I just really laughed not. like, "Well, I know where the studio is. You know, it's not that bad." We I'm like, "Man, for many many times." So you know, so that happened, and then you know, a good thing would be my kids starting school so for everybody who you know you had your child during quarantine they didn't go to kindergarten y'all already know what that was like well add five years to that because I was homeschooling her before that and there was no preschool I was preschool I was kindergarten so this was my first time and it was very nerve-wracking sending her um to a school and not knowing you know what was going to happen and they haven't allowed us into the pause right here sure real quick can we take a pause hey guys it's me let me tell you something. She is putting this shit fucking mildly, okay? Every part of that baby's village had to spend the entire two months. Once we knew what school the baby was going to, it was a countdown of us keeping this bitch off the motherfucking ledge. Okay? Yeah, it was bad. Everybody. Everybody, she did not want to hear I mean, hear I got, I, listen, I got one kid. That's my she baby. Nothing we had. To I say. really did. Granted, I will give you 
I will give you the fact that this still happened during the still active, let's say still currently active pandemic, and you're sending your kids. Yes. So I get that, but it doesn't matter. It was so excessive, and we tried to explain this will simply be fine once you experience it. I don't know if y'all know this about Sparkle, but she is bad with change. I'm horrible with change. Small change. <laughs> Small change. Horrible. This is a big change. It was all the only change I like is in my little day. sock coin purse, and that's about it. <laughs> oh my God. It was all hands on deck for so many days, is all I needed to say. Because it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I Nobody was like, we're not doing this. Because yeah. we had to cater to the fact that she was getting ready to blow this school up with everything that they said. And up. then I took her the first day of school. Like, okay, finally, I'm okay. You're okay. Because my child was begging to go to what she called real school, not homeschool. So she was really why we even did this. She wanted to go. And she's the only kid. So she's like, I want to be around other kids, you know, just. And it was I mean, it was it was she needed to go. So there was that piece. And when I got there the first day of school with these other parents who also had not sent their kids to school and they tell all of the first grade (laughs) parents, oh, no, they told us this in that moment, not through email so we could prepare our fields in that moment. You can't walk your kid to school. You can't even go in the building. Send your child into this strange environment and wish them well as a six-year-old. Yeah. And I lost my, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, I lost my shit. I lost my shit and I felt, I felt validated because the grown-ass dad next to me lost his shit more than I did. (laughs) He yelled at the, it's funny now, he yelled at the principal, my kid ain't even got to do this shit. And I was like, right, mine either. (laughs) We were fucking melting down. And the kids were so resilient, like looking at us like we're just going to go in here, guys. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it was it was horrible and it was great. It. And I, after a couple of months, you know, my best friend, she goes, who is my daughter's godmother, was like, and I'm like, what? No, Cena D is my wife. And then I have a best friend, uh, my best friend, who yeah. is the godmom. Yeah, she's our godmom. And she was like, you aren't going to realize how much free time you have you know, until you actually get comfortable with this and allow her to go to school because you could be doing so many other things. And mm-hmm. I realized I could be having a lot of sex. Like, <laughs> a lot of sex could be happening, right? No, not yeah. not at all. Yeah. No. Mm. The penis got, co- got COVID right at, <laughs> right at the beginning of the school year. And literally died. <laughs> like, not well, not yes and no. Please don't say. Listen. To be fair, he is not dead. He is not like okay. physically dead. No, his physical body is not dead. No, now, that relationship else. is dead. That relationship is dead. Dead. <laughs> Absolutely dead. Everything else is is, is accurate. But no, like, it's just amazing that, that, you know, right, right on the cusp of all of this time and all these things that I wanted to do, it it just went away. So 2021 was not the bee's knees for me. And, uh, and that's that. That's the year to forget. Um, (laughs) Secondly, uh, you know what? Now I'll save. I'll save audacities. I'll save audacities for the another letter. I'll do that for a different thing. Because 
Yeah, I mean, so like quickly, she and I are working on, um, I'm finishing a book called Girl Get Over It. And it should be done this month. Mm -hmm. But in addition to finishing this book, we are actively creating church merch. Um, it is super, <laughs> it's super, super dope, super snarky. I just want to be clear. We don't have a church. We no, we don't have a church. We're just making the merch. <laughs> but a church. Because if the church is merch. the body, we making the merch for the church. Um... <laughs> I've never heard it all together. It sounds even more fun. <laughs> so we're putting that together. The company and the shirts are called Audacities. Um, and it is our twist on scripture. So y'all can just imagine what that even looks and sounds like. Yeah, um, we're still very much uh, putting it together. But, you yes. know, be on the lookout for that. Yes. Us saying it out loud. This is the one thing it now means that we got to do. We do, yeah. And so, so the website is theaudacities.com. Um, yeah. But that is, don't go there now. They ain't, I mean, no yeah, there, there's but. there's nothing there but dust. <laughs> so maybe don't. But uh, but you can go eventually. That That is what it, what it will be. That will be where you can find these, uh, these shirts that we made up, which were... We were allowed to do for our good Lord and Savior. We did check in. So don't be alarmed when you find it. He said it's cool. Y'all need to be cool. <laughs> yeah. And there, so in it, the way that we are presenting it is like in different um, collections. So there's like, you know, a Thessalonians yeah. collection. There's a um, Song of Solomon collection, which is my favorite collection, which isn't it a surprise to anybody? <laughs> so, <laughs> we are excited to introduce everybody to those. Um, yes. yeah, but we'll we'll tell you more about that as Tina D clears the dust on that website and <laughs> makes things makes things happen. Um, but my last yeah. the last the third part of my A is ashy and ashamed. Okay. <laughs> And it is equally about Russia as it is Kanye. Um, and so the analogy that I created oh, is Russia is to the... I U want you to know, I didn't know any of that. That was none of my guesses, but okay. <laughs> well, my analogy is Russia is to Ukraine as Kanye is to Kim. And... Um, uh. Russia and Kanye have a lot in common, you know, both being run by mentally ill people. Um, mm. And I am not a Kim Kardashian fan. Most people with good black sense aren't. Um, Are not. Yeah, especially following the her most recent comment about getting off your ass and going to work as if... Right, and if her works. ass isn't the work that she would do, <laughs> and Trevor and Noah, Trevor Noah was was talking about this. Sex work version. Well, Trevor yes. Noah was talking about her on his show, and he was saying like she actually does put a lot of work into looking like she doesn't work. He, he was like, "Sure, I'm sure it takes a lot to carry bags and all the makeup and hair and the poses and all of that." But let's be clear, you ain't fucking working, basically. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> How dare you? But nevertheless, with all of that, we can we can dislike people and also not want them to be harassed and stalked. <laughs> so yeah. 
I feel I have similar feelings about Ukraine. Um, I don't know very much about uh, Ukraine and Ukrainian citizens, but I do know that they're white. Mm -hmm. And I do know that black Mm -hmm. and brown folks have not received the same worldwide aid and attention and have never garnered the same type of sympathy and compassion um, and just general help and welfare. So it's it's uh it's conflicting to be a, a a Jesus follower and pray for people and have compassion and as well as being one of the minorities and knowing that nobody gives a shit. <laughs> so um yeah. You know, but nevertheless like despite how I may feel about the whites of Ukraine, I don't think that they should be harassed, murdered, stalked, killed, persecuted for simply existing and not allowing themselves to be commandeered by another individual. Like, you don't get to have me just because you want me. You know? Yeah. And and that's that's really what's happening. And it's very... It's it's as much... It's not only that, okay, this is a bad thing and it shouldn't be happening. Okay, because yes, that's true. But it's like similar. It's a very good analogy. It's like, why is this? This doesn't even have to happen. It's really the bigger issue that I take here. Like, this is something that you just decided one day. Right. Nope, I want that. Right. Because you used to, like, literally, you used to belong to me. We used to be one. So I still have yeah, rights so to you. Go back to being together, like it's li- it's the no. same situation in both in both cases. Yeah, you used yeah. to belong to me, yeah. and I, and you know, damn the fact that you separated yourself from me. We used to be together. So one, I had a nigga tell me one time. <laughs> he told me, men feel like once they're pussy, always they're pussy. And I just was like, what? Oh, that cannot be the case all the time. Like, how do you, you how do you have, how do you, how do you just have like a blank check to me? Like, just, you just have all the, all of, you control all my masters of, for all time. Like, I don't understand that. So, I don't know what that, that male ego and, and, um, you know, pride is about. But, yeah, like... Kanye is pissed off that everybody, you know, all of the people with platforms, Steve Harvey, Deal, uh, Trevor Noah, he's falling out with some every everybody right now um, because they've commented on his behavior. And you're looking like a fucking psycho. And the only reason you're uh, you're even being allowed to get away with this is because you are a celebrity. That is it. If you were yeah. common yeah. folk. You'd have a PPO against your ass. You'd have a restraining order against you. Like there would be some courts and some judges and some something. Why there isn't a, isn't restraining orders against him? Like she hasn't put out. I don't know. And then all of the celebrity doesn't bar you from that. Right. Chris Brown had PPOs against him and his old violent. Who ass. did? So Chris Brown when he was beating all the women up, didn't he have a PPO out on him? Oh, maybe. I, I, I vaguely remember that. I want to say you're right. Yeah. I thought, you said, Bo- I thought you said Bobby Brown at first. I'm like, no, that's that right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it does track and it's very possible <laughs> to be a celebrity doesn't bar you from having a PPO out. Right. I, and I, having to conduct yourself of, civilly. Yeah, I think one of the best um, I think one of the best pieces of commentary on the Kanye thing that I heard was simply that this is not a unique situation. This is not even an uncommon situation. Right. 
there are plenty of regular, regular folks that break up. There are plenty of men that unfortunately have very, very abusive and inappropriate behavior when they break up from the person that they were married with or had a bunch of kids with. And they then choose to harass that woman and whoever she's with at the time. They choose to harass her and manipulate and be narcissistic when it comes to what is in anybody's best interest outside of them. And those people let that play out on social media. And everybody, like everybody with a social media account knows a person and has watched this sort of thing play out in the lives of regular people. And it's terrible, even on that scale. So why are we even paying attention to it? Why are we talking about it when it is one of the most uncommon and unfortunately regular things that occur all the time, like all the time? Right. It's not great when it happens then. There's no difference in how terrible it is when it happens at that time. And the, the big thing that gets me is like this is dangerous activity. This is dangerous behavior. And people, because he made you, I just don't even understand it. This is a, this is a white man level of disregard for um, violating social norms. You know what I mean? Like this, this is not even normally afforded to black people in this way. You know, most of the time, if a doesn't matter if he's a celebrity or not, he do some crazy shit like this. Most of the time, he's getting dragged through the mud and the yeah. But when you close to when you close to billionaire time. when you close to billionaire status, like <laughs> is is he he on the list? I mean, clearly, ain't he on the list? Ain't he a billionaire? I can't remember. I don't. I have no idea. Like those are I different. Those think. are different level celebrities. Those ain't your even a list celebrities. That's a whole different fucking category of celebrity. So you know, like sure. he told DL, I can pay somebody to hurt you. And Steve Harvey was like, "Yo, we from the ass whooping generation. You might want to fall back." But you yeah. know, he yeah. he yeah. like so Ukraine like Kim both need more mm-hmm. aid than they are receiving. Just flat the fuck yeah, out. True. Ukraine needs yeah. some they they're requesting peace talks with Putin and um somebody need to talk on behalf of Kim before some shit happens god forbid um that's somebody's mama that's and daughter it's like this is this is regardless again and human she's a fucking human I, she's a human person that does not uh, it should not because she decided to procreate right right you don't owe me forever i'm not not indebted to you i'm not beholden by you you don't have any rights to me you do not own the copyrights to this song the fuck it's just my thing about it is there's no reason to to dismiss it so much of of so many of his actions get perpetually dismissed or overshadowed simply because he makes art. That, to me, is the most ridiculous part of it. Well, it was the same thing with Cosby, with Bill Cosby. People conflate Bill Cosby with... um, What the fuck was his name? Huxtable with... uh, What was his first name? Cliff. Cliff Huxtable, yeah. 
And somehow, like, oh, well, he couldn't be a fucking rapist because, you know, not not Cliff Huxtable. Like, maybe not Cliff Huxtable, bitch, but maybe Bill Cosby, the fuck? Like, you can separate the art from the person. And same goes with R. Kelly. Like, it's so many people that, you know, you can name. And it's like, yeah, your art was great. You are gifted and talented. I won't take that away from you. But you have to be held accountable as a person. And he is not being held accountable. He's being allowed to just run rampant and make these idle threats. And and maybe not idle. I don't know. But who wants to find out if they were idle or not? So he's a person with significant mental health right, problems, right. like significant on display. Fits so many things very obviously by by open and public action. And the fact that no, there's no efforts being made, and he just keeps anybody who makes the effort he cuts off, which is very typical. But that man has done plenty to give him a fifty-one fifty hole. Like absolutely, like, absolutely. That he's not above that. There, there's no. There's people that get that for far less. Is all I'm saying. That's very genuine, very public harassment. Just shouldn't be allowed or tolerated. And and I and then you know let me add I'm obviously not trying to diminish um war you know and Ukraine fighting for their lives and comparing them to a, a you know oh, God, reality no. celebrity oh, yeah I just want to be clear about yeah. that um but because those are obviously very um <laughs> just exponentially different situations but they are similar and you have a victim and you have an aggressor and the, the victim is not receiving the aid they need okay. in order to continue um okay. surviving so um. Yeah, pray for Ukraine. Pray for Kim Kardashian. <laughs> like, yeah, I, that question mark is so important. <laughs> it's just a crazy ass like thing. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It I don't is, know. Shit, pray for so Pete crazy. if you're gonna pray for everybody. Pray for Pete too, because I wouldn't want to be dealing with that uh, shit. <laughs> especially because Pete Davidson also has very public mental health issues like this is the this is like the bad yeah and also what is she doing like (laughs) i i pick a certain type too like they be sociopaths and so what does she pick like men the mentally ill like what are we doing here i don't know i i feel like she must i I feel like that's gotta at least that's at least a conversation that she needs to have with her mental health professional yeah for real I hope you got because this says a lot even though it says a little well darling those are my A's those be the breaks them be the breaks alright well I love it Um, it was a good time we made it through that's a that's an important first step. <laughs> do, do you have a life hack today? I feel like you don't. First of all, I'll have you know, I've been prepping and I have a full set of four life hacks for these next four episodes. Oh, good. That, good job. Good job. Did you find it? Well, hold on. Did you find them on your own or were they donated by your spouse? First of all, I did find these four by myself. The rest of the season will be sponsored by probably by my husband. <laughs> Just if we're going to be bought, if we're going to be honest, <laughs> um, he was doing it before. Why not continue to do it? Seems like gives him a thrill. He enjoys it. Why would I take that from him? Good job. Um, <laughs> anyway, my life hack 
this week comes courtesy of an Instagram post that I saw a very long time ago, so it might be a very common life hack now because it we were in the year to forget. So the year to forget. Anyway, um no, my life hack comes from an Instagram account called Ozzy Delight. This lovely woman posted a great way to keep strawberries fresh which is take them out of that plastic curtain that they come out of. Do not wash them, okay? Put them into a mason jar um, with a lid. And they will keep in that mason jar. So if you wash them, they'll mold, which is why you don't wash them until you're ready to eat them. Um, But as long as you don't put any water into the dry mason jar and put the lid on it, they will keep far longer than they keep in that plastic container that they come in. And uh, given the state of the world and between climate change or all those things happening, I've just noticed that the price of strawberries has been gone up. So this is a good life hack. If you like strawberries, fresh strawberries like I do, getting into strawberry season fairly soon here, and they want more from them bitches than they wanted last year. So <laughs> you might as well make them stretch. Okay. Yeah, I've been I've actually been inside. doing this and it works. I do it with uh grapes it, primarily. Yeah, it works like gangbusters. Um, I highly recommend it. I just put some I just put my new batch in there this morning. Um and yeah, it, it lasts so so much longer than it would in that container. They don't get all shriveled up and funky looking and molded. And I don't even put my grapes, like, I didn't even use a mason jar. I just put my grapes unwashed into some airtight Tupperware. And people say, well, don't use the Tupperware. I use the Tupperware, and it, it kept, I've never in my life kept grape, grapes for two weeks. And yeah, they exactly. kept, they kept, kept. Like, I'm still putting them in my kids' lunch. And they're not brown. They're not moldy. They're not anything. So I, I got that same, similar hack off of um one of my uh, plant mama groups. Yeah. So... I, like I said, I highly recommend it. It is a good hack. It is a hack, unlike some of the other ones. It is a hack that I actually use and have been using since I found it. So, there you go. That is my life hack. Okay. Well, my life hack actually happened to me last night. Or or not happened to me. I needed it. I should say happened to me. No, I needed. I needed this. Yeah, I need. I needed to hack a thing. I needed this tip last night as I was folding clothes, and I feel like I've actually given this before, but I don't know. I'm having a senior moment, so whatever. Um, I mean, y'all need to settle into that happening. Y'all might just have to hear this shit over again. We are not about to go and dig through everything and cross-check it every episode. Let's put that out there now. I mean, I could, your expectations? I could just, <laughs> you know, like, somehow write them down. I don't know. But anyway, Girl, la- label, th- label them somehow. Label them somehow. Nobody's going back to these archives. But yeah, no, I ended up doing laundry and the string came out of my jogging pants and I did what I always do when that happens, which is to take a safety pin and take the end of the string that came out, double it over, stick the pin through all the way through. And then you take the safety pin attached to the string and you insert it into one of the holes and you just scrunch it and move it along until you can pull it out of the the hole on the other side. And then when you pull it out, the string will come out and you have your string on 
in both sides of the holes. Bada boom, bada bing. Ooh. Very nice. I've been needing that. Mostly for hoodie hoods. Yeah, same for I hoodies. Am, I, I do it for hoodies. Yep. Yeah. That's that's always uh always the one that gets me start at some point I don't untie uh I don't untie something. <laughs> yeah. The bottom in it. Yeah, life yeah, be life. Who loves hoodies. As a person who loves hoodies and then moves to the place where I only get to wear for part of the year, like I just be turning my ace. Like, forget it. It's gonna be Michigan warm on the outside. That's what I've decided. That's how I do it. But I don't. That is neither here nor is it there. Um, well, babe. Yeah, good hat. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. All right. We made ready? it to the oh, end of the episode. Yay. We made it to the end of the very first episode. the very first episode of of season four. Mm -hmm. We did four. We are doing four seasons of this absolute tomfoolery that y'all, you know, well, maybe 20 people listen to. Probably not 20 now because we've been going too long. So it's definitely back down to six. But y'all be listening. We be listening. We here, we here, we haven't left. Um, anyway, this episode has been brought to you by the letter A and the phenomenal titties of Supreme Court Justice nominee Katanji Brown Jackson. Katanji Brown Jackson. Um, you can find more episodes, three seasons plus one episodes like this, all on uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Google Podcast, Stitcher, and iTunes. While you are there, you iTunes, Apple people, leave us a five-star review, as in five stars, and five stars only. Anything else, you can 100% keep that shit. Keep it. We don't want it. We don't want it. Um, We don't need it, especially in these trying times. How dare you bring that negativity <laughs> into our home? Okay? You want us to leave? Take your shoes off. Take your shoes off and leave us five stars. Um, you can catch us at the National Park, which is our Facebook page. Um, that is Titties with Two Ds and Tacos um, on Facebook. And uh, I don't care. Maybe, maybe it'll be on Instagram. We'll see. That's another thing that uh, I'm gonna throw out there, and we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yes, please share, share, share. Um, subscribe so you don't miss any of these episodes. Subscribe because we are back and you might have unsubscribed because we were gone. But we're here now. So resubscribe. I'm looking at y'all. All All six of y'all that are listening now. Thank you. Um, And until next week. Eat some tacos, rub your own titties, and we will holler at you in the next episode. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.